Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today at the end of the year with none other than Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? It's the end of the year. Planning, talking about talking about stuff, but I'm, I'm excited because <laughs> 2019 is going to be the year. I am so fired up and it is, it's so exciting seeing all the different things that are in motion right now. And as we talked about last week with Scott Ingram, uh, and if you didn't get, didn't get a chance to listen to that episode about how to set yourself up for new levels of success in 2019. This would be a great time to go listen to that episode. But as we're here at the end of 2018 and on the cusp of a brand new year, brand new calendar, brand new goals, uh, this is a great time. Larry, you know this is my favorite week of the year because this is a, a time where you just get to really reflect and think about where you've been and where you want to go. And um, that's exactly what we want to do today is, is to think back over this last year and reflect on what we learned in 2018 and, and what are some of the things that came to the surface. And I know this is going to be a, a fantastic conversation. And as we go through this conversation, really want to challenge every one of us to start thinking about what did I learn in 2018? But as we do, Larry, uh, just uh, a welcome back to all the folks uh, who, are, who are back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. If you're new, you have joined a growing community of sales professionals that are be dedicated to being genuine, that are dedicated to being authentic, to doing the hard work related to that. We call it Selling from the Heart. So, Larry, uh, 2018, what an incredible year. By the way, congratulations. This was the year that you published your first book. I mean, that is, that's incredible. And I saw the work that went into that. Uh, thanks for putting that together. No, it, it, you know what, you, we kind of look back and you go, what is it that we learned, right? Because th this is the time of year where everyone sets resolutions and goals and things like that. And, you know, obviously this podcast, we're going to talk about, you know, what we've learned and things like that. And I go, wow, I look back and, and, um, and, you know, I throw it out there hard. I do it for a reason. I do it because I care. I don't I, I'm not doing it to ruffle feathers. But I said, you know something, the biggest thing that I learned is. Salespeople can write and, you know, I, I'm a salesperson through and through. I love the profession. I wave the flag around it and I go, you know, <clears throat> We all have the capability of writing. We all have it upstairs in our brains. It's mm -hmm. what we do with it. And, you know, thanks to you and that, that infamous road trip, you know, from <laughs> your neck of the woods to Austin is, is I took what was, I, I took what was brewing inside me and, and made that public. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, well, I, I can't believe it. it's been a year of selling from the heart. And, and all I got to say is thanks, you know, thanks to you and thanks to everybody for just devouring the book and waving the flag around. You know what? It's okay to sell from the heart. Well, you know, I, I think your point in terms of salespeople, you learned yourself that you can write. I mean, what, and, and, and certainly as sales, sales professionals in today's world where we are, communicating more and more digitally where we're literally um, whether you like it or not, you're putting it out there on LinkedIn, whether you're putting it out there or not, people are checking it out. 
uh, the ability to communicate your thoughts on paper, um, if you will, or in writing is, is really, really a critical skill. And, um, you know, I, I'm just so proud of the way you said, you know what, I'm going to write a book and you figured out how to do it. You got it done. You did the hard work. And, uh, you know, I think this is something as sales professionals, we can, we can all learn from is to say that if it's something like writing and it might not be writing for you, it might be something different. Uh, maybe it's time to change your mind when you say, Hey, I don't write, I can't do that. Maybe it's time to identify some of these self-limiting beliefs and, and just hold them up for what they are, see how they're holding you back and, and actually take some action steps to, to overcome those beliefs. I watched you do it this year and I got to say, I'm majorly proud of you and, and it's opening doors because you had the courage to step up and, and step past some self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. You know, you know, what's interesting. And I, and I want to key on something that, that you just said, you know, a second ago is we may be able to communicate it, but how well can we write it? And I think mm-hmm. there, there's two different things. And I, and I want the listeners to, to, you know, to key in on this is I, you know, I ask salespeople all the time, whether I'm driving a conversation with them one-to-one on a phone or mm-hmm. in it, you know, with a sales team is, is this everybody always uses says this I can effectively communicate what I do or I can effectively communicate my story I said well great if you can effectively communicate it can you put it on paper mm-hmm. can draft it in some kind of a story and we struggle with that and salespeople struggle with that so you know so the, and that's one of the things that I really learned this year is taking what's taking what you verbalize and taking what you may be able to communicate and then transferring that to words, transferring yeah. that to a document for one simple reason. And I'll throw it back your way is this. I always ask sales teams this. Do stories sell somewhere inside the sales process? And of course, everybody always says, yes, stories sell. I can buy into that. And then I said, well, great. Well, then can anybody share with me their story? Yeah. And then there's, you know, pins drop, right? You can hear it, right? Yeah, and then, absolutely. And that's, one of, that's one of the things that I really learned is salespeople can all across, you know, I, I'm talking all across the U.S. I'm talking all across North America. I'm talking across the U.K. into Australia and, and down there is we can all do a better job of how we position our story, which means we got to practice it and we got to practice writing it out. Mm, that's good. Well, I'm going to throw something out there that's really along that same line. And, and one of the things that, uh, that I implemented this last year in my life that, that really was profound for me was getting back into more of a regular discipline of reading. And, um, so I set the goal. It was sometime during the year that I was going to begin the first 30 minutes of every business day reading. And, and it was a, a really powerful thing for me. It seemed like, you know, how in the world could I ever have time to do that? Uh, and I'm looking back there, I wrote a blog article on June 30th this last year about why sales professionals must read. And maybe it was writing that article when I realized I'm going to have to read myself. <laughs> but what was what was so good about that uh, was, uh, you know, asking what I learned. I mean, holy smoke, I learned so much in the last six months of this year uh, by reading 30 minutes every day to start my day. And, and what ended up happening 
is not only did I learn a lot and I, and I read some phenomenal books and I'm, I've kept that habit up. Um, but what happened out of that is I noticed that my mind was way more engaged when I read for a little bit to start my day. And the other thing was the topics that I read about that morning ended up influencing my conversations all day long. So just the very act of spending a little bit of time investing in myself, investing in learning actually set me up to have a more successful day and more engaging conversations all day long. That was revolutionary to me. This yeah, year. You know, you know, what's interesting. And I, I got to poke fun at what we're talking about <laughs> is it's basics, right? And, and I go back, this is elementary school. Reading, stuff, writing, and arithmetic, reading, right? <laughs> reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? So it how is do, funny. How, okay, how do we weave the math one into this? But no, <laughs> but, it, but in all seriousness, though, you just keyed in on something because I had an interesting conversation, in fact, yesterday with uh-huh. a small group of salespeople. And we were talking about this, and this, you know, especially you know, keying in on the younger generation with this is yeah. how to effectively have a business conversation with somebody who's uh, you know, who's significantly older than you. Mm. When, when, you know, when they look at you and they're going, okay, well, yeah. what do you know? Because you're filling the blank with you're in your early twenties or you're in your early thirties or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and my response back to these people were, you got to start reading what the people who you want to communicate with read. Ah, very good. Yeah. And, and watch what starts to happen to your level of conversation. But, you know, I mean, we're both avid readers and it's and it's amazing. I don't care if you read a book, you read a journal, you read a magazine online, you read a small PDF, you're cruising through LinkedIn newsfeed or whatever social newsfeed that you go to is you're constantly feeding your brain with topics to kickstart conversations with people. Bingo. Bingo. And that's exactly what, you know, if you think about what we want as sales professionals, we want, uh, we, we need to drive conversation. And, and I keep, uh, it just seems like in all this stuff I've been writing recently, I keep quoting insight selling, but the, the, the fundamental research behind that book was that if you ask buyers what they want from sales professionals, they want insights and, you know, where do you get insight? Well, you get insight from reading and, and I challenge everybody to, um, even, even as we look forward, I guess this is going to flip into some sales, new year's resolutions or new year's habits. I hope, um, you know, to, to begin to develop a discipline of reading and, and reading so that you can drive good conversation. And I would, yes, of course, you know, you need to read in your profession. You need to read selling from the heart. You need to read great sales books and there's no shortage of those, but also you need to read in, in more of the direction of the prospects that you're working with. So if you're working with executives, um, read about leadership. You know, I'm reading a great book right now, um, Extreme Ownership by the uh, Jocko, the Navy SEAL, and uh, uh, Leaf, his buddy. I've seen them present. And what's been great is as I've been reading those books, even though it doesn't directly apply to uh, sales, and, and the, the marketing conversations that I have all day long with, with my clients, it actually does because all of them lead companies. Um, I lead company. And, and so inside that, even though it's not directly related to the craft of selling, it actually has a tremendous impact because now I'm able to share insights that, oh my goodness, if you're, if you're working with business owners, 
and you're able to share insights on leadership or operational excellence or um, you name it inside the specific vertical market or industry that you serve, those those things that you read are actually going to pay off. And, and Larry, I, I'm coming to believe that the 30 minutes that I spend every morning, that I invest every morning reading, may be some of the highest impact time that uh, that I that I uh, spend every day on my calendar. It, it may have, if I went back and quantified what's had the most impact on my career, um, on my connections, on my credibility, um, it may be that thirty minutes in the morning of of reading. So no, that's been it, a huge lesson this year for me. No, and 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 I and I totally concur with a hundred percent that you're saying as far as how reading can open up conversations. A, you're learning something, right? You're improving your skill set. Mm-hmm. But I think you're also improving your conversational skills and so forth. But, you know, you threw a little marketing spin on it. I want to throw a little sales spin on this, if I may, because part of this is relationship building as well. Mm-hmm. Because you imagine a sales professional sitting in front of an executive and they start talking about, hey, you know what? Over the And this is great speak as we head into next month, right? The first yeah. of the year is, hey, over the holidays, I read this phenomenal book. Entitled, yeah. Fill in the blank with the book you read, right? Yes. I got, I got these three things out of it. Hey, are you familiar with that book? No, you know, I've kind of heard about it. And then the salesperson does this, Daryl. How about I, you know what? I'll either loan you my book or better yet, I'll just drop a book in the mail to you, right? I'll just go on Amazon and I'll buy the book for you. Or better yet, you go to the, if it's in a local bookstore, you go buy it, right? Or have Amazon send it to you and you inscribe in it, right? (laughs) Hey, you know, dear so-and-so, enjoy reading the book. Look forward to talking to you more about it. Can you imagine the impact that would have at an executive level from a salesperson handing an executive a book they just read? Ah, that's, I mean, that's so strong. And I gotta, I gotta say, I've been doing that throughout this year. I've been, um, I, I think the, you know, what, 10, 20 bucks you spend, uh, dropping someone a book. I mean, to me, that's way more valuable even than, uh, maybe taking them to lunch. Right. I mean, still take them to lunch. That's valuable time too. But, uh, being able to give someone a gift of insight and, and, and knowledge, and, um, you know, I even discovered, and I'm, I'm just experimenting with this now, obviously, um, sometimes, uh, not everybody that, that you work with may be the type of person that has the time to sit down and read a book. So, um, I've discovered that for about half the cost of, of some of the books that I've been sending out, I can get the book on CD and I'm actually sending the CD to them so they can pop it in their car. Um, providing they still have a CD player, but that's another, another, uh, another topic of discussion, but all of this to say, um, reading has really kickstarted my, uh, my mind in the morning. And I think it's making me a more valuable person, not, notwithstanding the stuff I'm learning, just the process of, of getting my mind in gear. And I'm going to add one thing, a little tip. Um, and I don't know if you've started, you found this yet, Larry, but I found a service this past year while I was on vacation called scribed. S-C-R-I-B-D, I believe it is. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, we're not compensated by them, but it's like eight bucks a month and you get access to audiobooks. You get access to um, books that you can read on your iPad or, or other electronic device. I know you're old school, Larry. You still want pen and paper. I know. But I love my scribe and, and I'm finding that not only am I reading in the morning, now I'm driving around. I'm also able to uh, consume 
knowledge um, from books. And I'm telling you, it's, it's been a radical um, change. So I guess my biggest, one of my biggest lessons from this, this last year is the power of developing reading as a disciplined habit and not just a, you know, something you do every so often, but yeah, day. yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And, and, you know, one, another big thing that I learned this year and, and I'll throw it out there is the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and this really became crystal clear. And this was, you know, in a recent episode, we had Chris Irvy on our podcast and I just, mm-hmm. I just love, love Chris. I just love this guy. And he started talking about this and he, and, and nothing like a Canadian using a baseball analogy, which just <laughs> brought a massive smile to my face. I'm pretty it's, sure we invented baseball, Larry, by the way. No, I, I doubt it. he invented some good maple syrup, but when it comes to <laughs> look it up, I, I, I will, I'll Google it. I digress. Go but, ahead. But anyway, so no, but, but, but what Chris talked about and I, and I saw this became crystal clear this year is a whole law of attraction. And Chris said, just real simple format baseball analogy goes, I got to get to second base with somebody as fast as possible. Right. Right. I got to move away from home plate. What's that mean in the world that we live in today? Mm-hmm. We got to leverage the power of social. We got to leverage what digital offers salespeople. Yes. To create that attraction. Because if you do it correctly, you're on second base with somebody before you kickstart that conversation. They know something about you. They've seen you, right? Huge. Seen recommendations and they do all that. Nothing like getting out of the batter's box with a double right away. Mm-hmm. Nothing like, you know, that leadoff hitter consistently hitting the double to set, you know, to set it up for your next few batters. And that's, you know, that's the biggest thing that I learned. I've seen it throughout my career as I embrace social is this, you know, what are you doing to attract people? And, and I think moving into 2019, I really urge the, our listeners, salespeople, sales leaders, business owners, executives is what are you all doing with the law of attraction inside a highly networked, digitally driven, socially connected world. Yeah, I think, you know, all of us are, uh, hopefully nobody is is living under the illusion that we don't have to prospect. But I'm telling you what, setting it out there and, and, and this starts with, I mean, this builds on what we're talking about to attract people. You got to have some ideas, which means you probably need to read a little bit. Um, and you've got to share those ideas, which means you're going to need to do some writing, maybe you can sit in front of a video camera sometimes as well. But while we're not under the illusion that you don't need to prospect, um, of course you need to prospect, but part of that prospecting should be throwing it out there in terms of ideas. And the best prospects I've gotten this last year, um, have been people that called me. I called plenty of people and I, we have a sales development reps that are calling plenty of people. But the best leads I got were the ones that called me personally because of what they saw. And I literally had one of those conversations um, two days ago. I just, you know, I, they reached out to me. They saw something that I'd shared um, and, and said, I want to talk to you about this. And it's turned into, a, turned into an opportunity. And I'll take those all day long. When someone comes to you, you're not, yeah, you're well past second base. And by the way, Larry, just so, so we're clear Baseball was invented 40 kilometers. That's approximately what 25 miles east of my hometown of London, Ontario, on June 4th in 1838, a year before 
a uh, year before your famed uh, Cooperstown ball game. So uh, look so it up. I, Sorry, I, dude. Dude, I, I, I still don't believe you because you probably <laughs> threw a Canadian twist on that and made up some of it. But nevertheless, <laughs> but, ne- but nevertheless, but uh, <laughs> oh boy, now, now you're now you're really you, nothing like you. You should just say thank you, Larry. You should just no, say thank you. No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to thank the Canadians <laughs> for supposedly inventing baseball. But ne- but but nevertheless, but I, I want. I, we bring up some really key points on this because I look back on this year on the three things that we've talked about, right? The whole reading, the writing and the law of attraction and how, and yeah. how does this all tie into prospecting? Because one of those core non-negotiable things that all of us as salespeople signed up for when we decided that we wanted to enter the world of sales is you have to prospect. Yes. And if you can work on your reading skills, which is comprehension, if mm-hmm. you can work on your communication skills, which is a part of writing, this all plays out with how you position yourself leveraging social, which is the law of attraction mm-hmm. and watch what starts to happen. But I think what happens is if you lack reading skills, if you lack conversational skills you struggle with just simplest forms of prospecting to begin with Mm. master those two things sprinkle in the law of attraction and in 2019 watch what starts happening to your sales funnel and that relationship funnel oh that's good well i'm going to add one more thing to the mix here as we round out the podcast and one of the things that i really learned it was that uh came home and and really uh had a profound impact to my year was planning my day on paper. And I know that may sound- Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Back up for a second. What, re, can you repeat that, please? Planning my day, Larry, on paper. You're going to love this. So, that is music to my ears. So I developed a, 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 a strategy, and I've, I, you've, you've probably heard me talk about my, my uh, you know, annual planning, which I'm getting ready to do next, uh, next week, my quarterly- uh, sabbaticals to review where I've been and, and where I'm going. Um, you've probably heard about my weekly planning sessions every every Saturday morning, planning out the week and, and what I want to achieve. The one thing that I started doing this year that was really powerful is I put my daily plan on a piece of paper. And we live in this world of um, electronic calendars and CRMs and email and all of that. And, um, I was finding that, uh, I was, my calendar was surprising me. <laughs> I was l- looking at my, and I, and so what I, what I decided to do is every morning, um, what I would do is I sit down with a piece of paper and I literally plan out my day. Now, before I dive into the actual calendar itself, um, I'll spend some time in self-reflection, uh, usually thinking about some writing down, even some things I'm thankful for and some things that are on my radar for the day Um, goals I have in each specific area of responsibility in my life. But then I'll take that and I'll transfer that to a literally a handwritten calendar. And what it allows me to do is not only make sure I'm in control of my day and in control of my time. um, It also allows me to make sure I've got the big rocks in there. So in sales, obviously one of those big rocks is prospecting. Um, and, and we got to make sure those get planned for, but the, the real thing that ends up happening, Larry, is when I plan my day out like that on calendar and I get like physically engaged with it and I'm writing it down, um, my mind starts getting engaged about appointments 
long before the actual appointment itself. So I find that when I actually sit down to have the conversation, my mind's already been engaged as opposed to kind of getting surprised a little bit by my calendar and jumping into conversations, planning my day um, and developing that as, as a, a daily discipline on paper, Larry, has, uh, has been really powerful for me this past year. No, I, I mean, I agree because I do something really similar is I have a little, it's probably four by six. I don't know the exact dimensions, but it's a little spiraled papered notebook. Well, that's old school, Larry. Dude, it's old school, but you know what? I carry it with me. You know, it's at my desk. If I go yeah. out, you know, if I travel, I throw I've it in my, lap, my laptop bag and so forth. But I write, you know, I write down the three or four or five things that I need to accomplish that day mm-hmm. in pen, pen to paper. And then I take out something that, that you may have forgotten about called a yellow highlighter. <laughs> yes. And I highlight them so it sticks out. And then throughout the day, then I just scribble right through it. And I have, you know, this year I have my whole ring stuff of everything that I had to do on a daily basis. Yeah. Crossed off. And then if I forget to do something, at least it gives me an idea to go, oh, crap, you know, I forgot to do that. I mean, it's, you know, we live in a technically driven world, but, you know, sometimes, you know, pen to paper still works. It's good. And, and it really has helped me out. And what I'll do is at the, at the end of the day or the first part of the next day, I'll look at my previous day's plan and I can actually just take a few minutes and, and, uh, you know, highlight the things that went well, the things I missed and, and even write down what I learned, but wow, what a great conversation. And, and our question back to you listening to the podcast is what did you learn last year? What are some things that that you learned from uh, your experiences this past year, from uh, things you tried out, things that worked that didn't work. What are the things that you learned this past year and what can you bring forward into the new year that's going to help you be more effective, uh, that's going to help you be more valuable, that's going to help you be better networked and and is going to help you really move yourself forward. I have every reason to believe, Larry, that 2019 can be, should be, will be your best year yet. If we'll take all the things that we've learned up to this point and put them to work, uh, driving success. I mean, it's exciting being on the the cusp of a new year. No, and and I agree. And, and, you know, every year, you know, you look at at the end of the year, I can't wait to, you know, one of the things, and I just thought about this, is 2019 is the end of the, the, the tens. I'm yes. like, oh, where, wow. where, is the, where has this decade gone, dude? Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I look back and I go, you know, this is, think about it. Where were all of you guys in 2010 and <laughs> what were you doing? And now here we are heading into a couple of days shy of 2019. I go, where has the time gone? Uh, so cool. It's a great time to be alive and it's a great time to be in sales. So have a fantastic weekend. If you're listening to this uh, before the new year, happy new year and uh, take that time, sit down, ask yourself what you learned and uh, make that part of your planning for this coming year. And, and I really look forward to hearing from, from all of you in terms of how your planning's going, what you're most excited about in the new year, reach out to us in the selling from the heart page um, inside LinkedIn or hit up Larry and I on LinkedIn or Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. But until next week, until next year, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep doing the hard work, do some self-reflection on what you learned this past year. And most of all, 
sell from the heart. 